0: Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. This episode of the Strategy Hour podcast is sponsored by Gusto. They're making payroll benefits and HR refreshingly easy for the modern small business. You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, excellent benefits, and exceptional service to take care of your team.
1: Gusto is offering a totally free three-month trial just for Strategy Hour listeners. Sign up today for this exclusive limited time deal. Just go to gusto.com slash strategy and unlock three months free once you run your first payroll. Yep, that's three months free at gusto.com slash strategy. It's that time again. How has it been a year? I right, girl. Girl, how has it been two years? How has it been three years? <laughs> what is time? What I is life? Know.
0: How I old know. is everybody? Oh my gosh. I we're can't. going
1: into our third year of the podcast, guys. Are you serious? Yes. That's what this means. What? Yes. No, that I had
0: not put together. This is our
1: third January that we're going into. Hi. Wow. (laughs) uh, Who's still here? Are there like three people listening?
0: No, I think there's more people listening than there were before, which is. What is happening? I forget that we talk to people for a living. Do you ever forget, (laughs) like, the actually people listen to this? It's anyway. No. But we're talking (laughs) today about our word of 2019. And I spent this morning listening to last year's and I got all the like flashbacks and it's so funny because as long ago as that seems it all still feels so fresh like the feelings I was having I was like did I actually grow much or am I really (laughs) the same person on the other end of this year I don't know
1: yeah I haven't listened to to those again, it makes me feel really weird to go back and listen to episodes like this when they're just like declaration episodes. And so I just choose not to. And then I just get told what my words were. And then I laugh about life. And I... I think maybe you guys think that we like sit and think for a really long time and really ponder about what our words for the year are going to be. (laughs) And I literally just came up with mine while I was walking to the fridge to get my kombucha. So that's where we're at in life. And that's okay. Yeah. You know. Do we want to share what our previous words were? Yeah.
0: So just to give you a little bit of background, we started this whole words of the year thing Two years ago. So, this is our third word of the year, which is just a weird phrase to say. (laughs) But my word in 2017 was embrace. And a lot of that had to do with where I was at in delegating and like giving things over, but also just like going with the flow. We were going into a season of change. Like, Emily was about to adopt her baby and I had just been in a massive accident and I was sicker than a dog. And I just had to chill and like lean into what was the unknown at the time. Yeah. And then the following year, I wanted to lift others up and I really spent a lot of time figuring out how I could be a better boss and a better leader and someone who actually runs a company, which I swear that episode is coming. We haven't (laughs) put it on the calendar yet, but it is coming. We were talking about the difference between a business and a company, but I had to empower people. And so that was my word for 2018. And going into 2019... I so let me share my previous ones. Oh, I'm not telling you what it is. I'm just giving them a preview. Oh, oh, oh okay. Let's a little sneak a peek. I'm just saying that going into 2019, I had to take it back a little bit and have it be less about everyone else and less about business.
1: Mm. That's my sneak peek. All right, there's your sneak peek. So mine for 2017 was blend. So it was the year of baby and Abby's new health and a new, you know, our business was growing and changing. And I was, you know, for the first time balancing being a first time mom and growing a business and living in a new city, like we'd still only been here for about a year. And so I was trying to figure out and set the stage to really Blend those parts of my life together in two thousand and seventeen, which I think like went really well. like there was some good blend action in two thousand and eighteen for this year. My word was Oprah. I felt very convicted to make big epic decisions and to just have like really good positive, high energy about them and you know, impact and inspire, and all of those things. It was very lofty. I just wanted to channel a little bit of Oprah's energy into my my day to day and my business and my decision. Did you lean into your Oprahness this year? I feel like I could have done more. I could have leaned in more, not done more, but like yeah. just lived the like her. her just you should have just such, seen her head bob. <laughs> her, yeah, this head bob, positive. Oprah energy. (laughs) It's really hard to channel, by the way. And it's really hard to keep up. I think that's because she's alive. If she was dead, I feel like it'd be easier to channel her energy. Oh, sure. Because she's using it all, which is fine. (laughs) Use it. I would rather have her live. (laughs) (laughs) So I definitely think that we made some Oprah level decisions this year. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And leaned into a lot of discomfort this year, which I do think is a big part of Oprah. Yeah. And we learned a lot. And and she's constantly learning. And so it, I think I I exemplified Oprah in ways that I did not think I would this year. I can see that. I can
0: totally see mm-hmm. that. I mm-hmm. Going into a new year yet again, I've been really reflective on how I can continue to improve. And I, you know, more than anything else, want to just continue to grow and continue to be a better person and continue to impact more lives and continue to touch more people in a positive way. But One of the things that I've always, 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 always struggled with, if that wasn't enough struggle, was (laughs) knowing what I am capable of controlling and like really focusing on what my piece of the puzzle is. And, you know, we've talked about therapy before, (laughs) but. (laughs) you know, it comes down to two key things. And I will never forget the day my therapist said the only two things you can control are how you act and how you react. And I've been very focused on my actions this year, I think with empowering other people, but also like leaning into taking care, better care of my body and exercising more and eating better and actually cooking food instead of eating fast food all the time, stuff like that. But I haven't necessarily spent as much time focusing on how I react. And I still have a lot of impulses to overreact and (laughs) to get really emotional about the way other people act or make decisions or go about their lives or work or whatever. So... All of that being said, my word this year is react. And a big reason I chose it aside from, you know, the control piece was I've had this on my computer screen and you guys never see it because it's facing me, not you. I've had it up for at least six months. I don't know. I got it in what was seemingly a piece of junk mail and I just loved the image So much so that I like got rid of all the other junk part and like you just see the image and it's been pasted on my computer screen for the last six months and it's an image of a diamond. And I'm not like, I don't know, I'm a girly girl for sure, but that's not something I would have associated myself with in the past, but... In my other business with Young Living, diamonds are seen as some of the highest leaders in the organization. And the highest level is Royal Crown Diamond. And so because of that, I've started to see more symbolism with diamonds and leadership. And all of this goes back to say, I heard a quote, and it really stuck with me. And I don't know. I just really like it. It says, a diamond is a chunk of coal that is made good under pressure. And it's by Henry Kissinger. And so if I'm really just a chunk of dirt, let's be honest, (laughs) like made in God's image. (laughs) but. (laughs) You're just a chunk of dirt. I'm a chunk of dirt. And I have all this potential, but the only way I can become my highest potential is through reacting under pressure. And that's my job. And I I didn't want to have a phrase reacting under pressure. So it's just react. (laughs) (laughs) And that sounds like... That it was really thought out and everything. But like Emily yeah, said, I was like,
1: that comes with a legit backstory. Mine
0: does not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I've been thinking about it for a while, but I didn't know the word. Like I knew it was on a path. Anyway, yeah. all that to say. Want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? We are all about small business owners getting paid, and we know that some of you listening still get stressed out when it comes time to crunch the numbers, run the reports, and treat yourself.
1: Want to know why you should make the switch to Gusto? With one login, you can manage payroll, employees, benefits, and HR in one place. Plus, all your employee info and deductions stay synced and up to date, which helps eliminate many of the common errors you're bound to make. Gusto also saves you time. 72% of customers spend less than five minutes on running payroll. Gusto automatically, yes, I said automatically,
0: files and pays your payroll taxes, compiles and sends your W-2s and 1099s and submits new hire forms. Set it
1: and forget it. Plus they got big time benefits for small businesses. Gusto offers tailor-made options for your business, such as health insurance, 401k plans and more. Don't believe it? Just Google them. People love Gusto. How
0: often do you actually love your payroll provider?
1: Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com strategy. Here's the deal. Most small businesses don't have an HR expert, but you don't need one to use Gusto. With great software and great service, you can focus on your business, not payroll or paperwork. You no longer have to be
0: a big company to get great technology, great benefits, and great service for your team.
1: To help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive, a limited time deal, Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. All you got to do is go to gusto.com slash strategy. I have been in a season of just like doing the easiest thing possible and not overthinking. Yeah. Um, And that doesn't sound very Oprah-like, by the way. No. Well, maybe. I mean, who knows? She doesn't over... She might not overthink... And just, you know, I've heard a lot of people talk about, like Jessica Ely talks about this a lot. Steph Crowder talks about this a lot of just like doing what feels good. And as you guys know, this year, like I was on a big journey of that. of like, what do I like? What feels good to me? And I might still not have quite figured that out yet. But I think I'm leaning in more towards, even if I don't know what the task is, that is my hobby or my thing outside of business or my identity or whatever like even if i can't figure those out yet how do i want to feel and how do i want to go about making decisions and how do i want to think and what do literally just what do i want my life to feel like and how do i want to go about living and so with some big changes that are coming right now actually by the time this airs are, are, are am i in my new house yeah yeah I am. I'm probably hungover as shit today because we had a big New Year's Eve party at our house and, you know, getting settled in the new place. And I feel like I've touched on this a little bit, like a very tiny bit about how our current house doesn't serve our needs at all and kind of has bad juju for us. I feel like, like a little bit, it has like negative energies. And It is now like onto the right person and I'm so excited about the transition it's taking. But I've been really, really looking forward to what a different house, a different layout, a different space can feel for our family and for my life and for work and all of that. And I was having a conversation. I guess mine does have a, l- b- a big, long backstory. I was having a conversation with my best friend, Amanda, a couple weeks ago when we were putting in an offer on the new house. And I said... And they've lived in their first home, their current home for six years now. And they love it. They just spent you know, money on redoing their hardwood floors and new baseboards. And they updated their kitchen. And they've done all of these things. And I said to her, I said, I think literally with this house, which will be our third house, I finally feel what you guys have felt in your house from day one. And that is like this level of comfort that you're just going to be there for a while and that you get to settle down and you get to establish roots. And it's not a house that's a launch pad into something else. It's not a temporary landing spot for this time in your life until something else, right? And and that feeling, I so desperately wanted. And I didn't realize I wanted it or was lacking it until we found the new house. And so thinking about moving in and thinking about the very small changes that we want to make with this house, I just feel this level of comfort that we can finally just take our time and we can finally just ease into it. And we can finally just like like let out this breath. And so that feeling that I've been feeling, I want to feel for longer and I want to feel for the rest of 2019. And so my word what I'm now coming to, my word for 2019 is ease. That's it. And it I just want to feel you know that feeling when you just take a deep breath after you've like I've made the right decision. I'm content with this and I'm I'm like ready and happy. Like I want to feel that in a lot more places in my life. Yeah. And I finally feel that in my place of where I'm living. And so I, I want it to kind of trickle in in other places.
0: I think it's interesting that you chose that word because if you were to... If someone was to get a bird's eye view of what we are doing in our business, they would think we were going through a massive growth phase. And while that is true from like a revenue standpoint, I feel like as much as I feel like I'm the same as I was a year ago, if I really stop and stand back and think about it, I think you and I have done so much intentional work this year to grow our mindset, to grow our skills, to be ready for something bigger that we were just impatient. And I feel like... (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) Us being impatient?
0: I feel like we can go into next year wiser stronger better and things will come a little easier and for that I am so eternally grateful because yeah the way our business is set up now despite thinking we had it all figured out two years ago which friends I always figure out I am so dumb like (laughs) look like (laughs) <laughs> later on i'm like we we know this and then looking yeah. back i'm like we were so stupid <laughs> but you learn so much and the really the only way to get where we are and i'm not saying like copy our business i mean just like mindset and growth and all of that the only way to get here is through experience And there's so much of it that I have tried to fast forward through that I have tried to skip that I have tried to, you know, level up and just like, I don't know, fly past these obstacles. And really, life just had to happen. And I had to be patient and wait and story of my life, like patience has always been something (laughs) I've struggled with. But I, I like that I feel like having a sense of ease is so important. And especially with all the changes we've made is so necessary slash your, your child. I love her, but she is crazy. You need, you need some, (laughs) you need some downtime during the day so you can handle being her parent. She is extra.
1: (laughs) She's not even two yet. She will. She will be Mm -hmm. almost two. She will be in three days. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Isn't that insane? Yeah. And currently, at the time of this recording, she's spending her first ever vacation away from us. She's with her godparents for like four or five days. And I'm actually picking her up tomorrow. And I'm super excited she had this time. And I'm super excited to have her back and all the things. So yeah, I'm just like, I'm trying to capture that feeling. I I, like, I picture myself as this kind of just like floaty, just like, let me like test out how this decision feels. Like, let me say yes to this thing in my head. And let me say no to this thing in my head. And like, how do each of them feel? Mm -hmm. And the one that just feels easy, that's the one I'm going to go with. Interesting. So we'll see how that, you know, if it affects business or different life decisions or what, but I just want to be in the zone that stuff happens easily and flows easily. And I just want to be the conductor for things instead of like driving all of the machines.
0: After hearing
1: what my word is, what is your reaction? Do you want me to react to your word about reaction? (laughs) Yes. Well, I'm happy about it. I... I agree with your like lead up statement to how you feel about your decision making and your reactions and everything. and I'm very interested to see like what does this change in the like business department specifically because I know that they're as funny as it seem might seem to you guys. Like I feel like people might think this is the opposite, but I feel like I kind of have to talk you down more often than people might think regarding like emotion stuff in business because I just don't give two shits. And <laughs> That's so, not entirely like, true. Yeah, it is entirely true. I, I, I like just the things that people say and do like where I get angry is where you like where your emotions are. And so it, it's just it's funny to me how like there have been multiple times where like a tech thing is broken or like I don't know, an email thing messed up, like whatever happened. And you call me and you're frantic. I remember one specific time I was out of town for a death in the family. And I was on speakerphone with you and Jared, uh, because you guys were at home. And you were like trying to figure out why something was broken. Like it was catastrophic. And I'm sitting here in a family member's daughter's bedroom on my laptop trying to figure this thing out. And I'm like, I'll figure it out. I, I bet it's this thing and I've got it. And both me and Jared are are on the phone telling you like, Abby, it's fine. Like we've got yeah. it. It'll get figured out. So that specific instance, I'm like, I'm interested to see how those types of scenarios change based on well, this. Well, I think part of the problem and specifically related
0: to that incident was that For the first time this year, there are systems in our business that I have never touched. Right. So like intentionally, like not not because I'm lazy, not because whatever. But we spent so much time trying to both be familiar with everything. With everything. That it was wasting a ton of our time. (laughs) And so normally when someone's out in every other instance, I've been able to like, totally back you up because I literally know everything about our business. That's not true anymore. I think honestly, moving our email system provider back may prevent some of that I'm able to, Mm
1: -hmm. I
0: might know more than I did before. But I don't know. It's interesting. But yeah, I agree. I was, I was a little frantic, but I think it was it was less about what was happening and more about the fact that I didn't know how to fix it. And I'm a fixer. Oh, yeah.
1: It was for a multitude of reasons. Yeah. But th- but that's what I mean. Is like you are innately a fixer, whether it's for people's emotions or for yeah. tech or for whatever. Yeah. And so that's where I'm most interested to see where this intention, at least in, oh, let me take a pause. Let me take a step and decide how I'm going to react to this to see, you know, what it is going to change. Yeah. I, I don't know.
0: It's, it's hard guys. Like being fully in control of what you can control sounds simple Mm -hmm. in theory, but trust me, I think that therapist appointment that she said that to me was going on a decade ago and I still don't have it. Well, and that's out. how
1: I feel when I listen to like Brooke Castillo's episodes, The Life Coach School. She does a lot of episodes unpacking this. I think she has an entire series about like, feelings and reactions and emotions and everything. If you guys haven't listened to her, go find it. It's so good. And I listened to that, oh, three or four years ago. And it even then hit me like a ton of bricks because we all, you know, obviously process emotions differently. And where yours might make you feel a certain way, mine, you know, make me feel a certain way. And mine stem a lot from anger of just getting mad. And so I was, I like, I unpacked a lot of that way back then. And I think that's why I also like try to tend to now being intentional about like, let me try on these decisions for size and like, which one feels super comforting and easy. And I'm going to go with that because if I do that, and if I'm going into a potential stressful situation or an overwhelming situation or a big promotion or a move or whatever with the utmost ease that I can. Maybe it can also help me then just like be chill instead of having like flare-ups of like control, anxiety, and anger. Yeah. Who knows? We're all just a big science experiment on ourselves. (laughs) Dude. Life is weird and hard and frustrating Mm -hmm. and crazy. And So if you guys have picked your word of the year, we would legitimately love to hear it. As you're listening to this episode and something comes up for you, can you share it on stories? Can you just like screenshot the episode and then type your word of the year on top of that? And we want to share some of those. We would love to have you explain to us why. And we don't have to share that. But I want to share like a bunch of word of the years. So... Post those on stories and tag us at Think Creative Collective so we can share you. And I think just like being aware... It, this is like global accountability, right? Yeah. Like being aware of other people's word of the years, I think is super impactful. You know, maybe someone can call you out. Maybe someone can hold you accountable. Or maybe someone is just thinking of your word and you during a time in your life when, when you might need it. And I believe in the power of thought and good vibes. And so... You know, tell people so we can support you. Okay. So go do that.
0: Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the Co op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics, we make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at CreativeShopCoop.com and transform your business today.